What's up, y'all? You're listening to Tony Powell and Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 208. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there is no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I am great. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in a cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? Well, well, you know, I mean, uh, it's a good time. It's a good time to be us. And not to be Kanye West. That's what I thought. Uh, it's a good time to be us <laughs> and not to be Kanye West. Because, see, none of us have billions to lose. So we not good. We real you good. <laughs> we good, you know. Kanye, on the other hand, is going to have a hard time unless he just says, you know what, I'm done. I'm just going to keep my little money here and I'm just, I'm just going to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, where I want to do it, and not worry about it. Because, I mean... um, I sent you all a little clip or, or a statement I think he posted, I guess, on social media again about Kim K doesn't like black people. This is on the heels of him being an anti-Semite. This is on the heels of him saying white lives matter. Uh, and this is on the heels of him, I guess, starting to watch people deciding whether or not it's time to abandon his support, whether it's his, uh, whether it's Def Jam recordings or, 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 you know, Adidas or the Gap or all these other people. So I mean, um, you've been defending them all this time, DP. Keep keep going. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, people, our faithful listeners know. As of last week, I was off that boat, and I'm staying off that boat. Um, you know, there's certain lines um, you just can't cross. And uh, last week, while I was driving, uh, there's a you know there's some folks who invited him to a museum out there in California. Uh, and they want him to come so he can understand that the Holocaust was real. And, you know, it, it was like an invitation that he really can't refuse where he can play like that, you know, crazy act. But that one there, Kanye, I think you need to go because they was really, really persistent. You know, when I heard it on 1010 Wins, it is like, OK, like we said, it's certain folks. You don't want to cross that line. He has crossed it. Um, he. And I think Mark might have mentioned it last week regarding this guy where he might have really been unstable. And just with the mother uh, passing, it's just really been exposed. And now he's just spiraling out of control. I don't know if he can get back to where he was if there's not a mouthpiece around him who can kind of uh, keep him quiet and away from the cameras and away from a microphone. If not, he's going to lose those billions because, you know, they don't took down some big stars. He will be no exception at all. Yeah, I mean, I think it was me that was saying that that I always thought that the mother was yeah. was the buffer, and mm-hmm. and that I believe that he's on the spectrum before, yeah. and I also believe that he's I, I mean he's been diagnosed. Yeah. This is not me. This he's been di- he's got a bipolar diagnosis, but I also believe that he's on the spectrum. And if you watch him, and you watch the eyes, you know, like like. The, they say he got them crazy eyes. You know, he does <laughs> he doesn't make eye contact with you. Never, you know, I mean, they say the eyes are the window to the soul. Watch him. Just watch, watch video of him, and his eyes are shifty. He never looks you directly in the eye. And that's always like a telltale sign. And I've I've been around 
um, people in my life, and certainly when I was teaching, that 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 fit in that category. So I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not tr- pretending to 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 uh, diagnose him from afar. But we do know that he's bipolar, and I and I'm strongly suggesting that he's on the spectrum. And I believe that his mother always knew that he was probably uniquely on the spectrum, which is probably. Uh, the reason he's been so successful musically, maybe he sees music in a different way than others, sure. you know, and that would be one of those functions of people who, who happen to have an, uh, a spectrum disorder. That might be part of the key of his success. But now um, that he has the money and the money is taking off, uh, you know, Taking off the, the the break, so to speak, taking off the, all the buffers because uh, I think Keith was mentioning there's nobody around him that can pull him aside and say, "Yo, man, you got to slow your roll." You know, I mean, you my man and everything, but you know what you're doing is wrong, and you know you need to go out there and and square this away. He doesn't have that. You know, he's reached a point now where he's he's convinced himself that he's a genius and that everything he says is genius like, and so therefore it's worthy of being stated. And I can tell you right now. On media, on TikTok, we we all have TikTok. We all watch these these videos on Instagram and all of these platforms where they have these video streams. Everybody should not have a platform. I I, I think we've said this before. <laughs> we've said this before on the on on the, on the podcast. You know, yes, we're, we're part of the media. We're part of of that that platforming stream. But I'm sorry, you know, I, I can honestly say I've 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 paid my dues as 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 a performer. I paid my dues as a writer. I paid my dues as a broadcaster. I, I think I I can be here. I can be in this space. But everybody, everybody does not be, need to be yeah. on 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 a on a uh, social media platform. And I think in Kanye's case, with all of the things I mentioned uh, before, he qualifies. Yeah, I was saying what my brother said that you know everybody should have a platform, and, I, and I've always said just because they're making it your size doesn't mean your big ass should be wearing it. It's sort of <laughs> the same thing. That yeah, that's the it's 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 always the good evil. It's like this is me a weird analogy, but social service uh, uh, welfare was made to help you out when you're down and out. It was sort of like, listen, you, I know you're down and out. You can get back on your feet. Here's a little help to get you back on your feet. It was never meant to be a way of life. Social media has sort of the same thing. It was sort of like, listen, hey, we want to give voices to some of the voiceless. Sometimes you, not everybody has access to a microphone or to a stage, but sometimes you know you may need to hear that little voice in the corner. But not everybody should have that voice. It's, so you take something that was had a good intention and you bastardize it, and that's sort of like what Kanye has. He has brilliant mind for music and he probably i'm pretty sure he's one of those guys that probably like he uh he probably thinks in in beats or thinks in song like his his, that mind is just computer like he can process that but regular life regular social cues he appears to have none i mean we've seen it you know time and time again so the mind that works for one thing is great you know he's rain man and 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 in some in some regards he can right i can do all his numbers but then you can't um turn off a pot you know, that's that kind of deal. Yeah. You know, the uh, first company that has walked away from him is uh, J.P. Morgan and Chase. They ended the relationship with uh, his clothing brand, Yeezy Inc. So uh, they're not happy with his conduct and his words and the things that he's doing out there in the street. So that's just a start. And, you know, he has a lot of hands and different things. So 
once companies start walking away, that's money that you lose it. Even though you got money or you're still losing a lot of money. And J, you got to remember, J.P. Morgan Chase is very, very big. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Again, you know, uh, you know, we say, all right, Kanye is a billionaire. Is that a billion dollars in liquid? In other words, you go to oh, the bank, no. you check your, you, you know, you put your card in the ATM and, you know, check your balance. <laughs> it says one billion and you say, okay, cool. And you walk away. Or is it, you know, assets, value? Like, like, I think it's like that. we talked about last week. Is it, is it the value of your catalog? Does a catalog value uh, being attributed to your, your collective wealth. I mean, like, you know, if we look at our own, what they call our net worth, you know, you're going to take, you know, take in, 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 into consideration what income is coming in, what real property you have, what, what, uh, valuables you have. And that'll be that, that, that conglomeration will be your whole net worth. Well, that's why I'm, I'm wondering about Kanye. Is it a billion in cash plus all these little, no. uh, 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 tributaries of, of of income like like you as Keith said JP Morgan or Gap or, or Adidas or is that that wealth tied up in the value of his catalog plus it's right cash poor okay yeah, right, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at so yeah. so when you lose these revenue streams or mm. people start pulling out the the rug that can put you in a in a real bind real quick also think about it, I, I mean we know this on a, on a very small level people who have a a lot of money, spend a lot of money. Just think about your own life. I mean, when you, right. if you thought like the salary that you last at, you go, man, if I had, when you were 30 years younger, if I ever make this, man, I'll be living. Well, once you start making that, you start spending that too. And most people have money like that. Probably has, say, say he has a million dollars. He probably has a good 700,000 going out the door doing other things, whether it's propping up his other businesses or people or just his own interests. So his millions probably you know, liquid wise or living off of probably a good 300,000. But so you have this money. Very few people have like, I mean, if you're Bezos, well, you're not going to spend that in a million lifetimes or, or, or is that for you? Right. Musk. Or, or like those mega, mega, mega billionaires. And that sounds, sounds crazy talking about, you know, we're arguing about billionaires, but those, those 1.2 billionaires or those two, that's, they have money and they'll be, you know, they're not going to lose their house. But it's not like they just can just stop everything usually and just kind of just say, you know, I'm going to sit here and just let this money just make money. They probably have to do something to keep, kind of keep it going. He's probably in that boat. Well, wasn't well, Michael mean, Jackson good. like that? I'm sorry. Right. Wasn't Michael Jackson like that? He really yeah. didn't have no money, but he had the catalogs exactly. and all this other stuff, right. which, you know, kept them afloat. And that's what he borrowed based on his on his things he had. He borrowed from off of that to have money. Right. Well, that's that's what that's how he was making his money. He was making his money on the tour, on the road, and and to your point, yeah, he had the Beatles catalog, and he had his own catalog, and he was he would just you know, uh, borrow money against that catalog, and then he would have to go on the road to pay those make, those those markers back when you know when when when, when the bills came due, he had to pay it. Yeah, yeah. I I tell you this, um, them Chicago guys, man, R. Kelly. Kanye, man. <laughs> I mean, and you got to, it's, it's something out there in that Midwest, man. Was it Michael from Indiana? It's something out there in that Midwest. Those guys are, yo, they're brilliant, man. But when it comes to this other day to day grind, 
that the normal person got to deal with, they they can't deal with that, man. And it shows when you start looking at their outside lives, man. When you know just going through the damn bad, uh, you know, uh, description I'm going to give. You know, going through the drive through with Mickey D. Sorry, R. Kelly, but you know that's like a goddamn <laughs> struggle, man. It's a struggle to get a burger and a Happy Meal, man. It's like they can do music, they can do incredible shows. But when it just comes down to the regular day-to-day life, it is a hell of a struggle for those guys out there, man. Crazy, man. And again, I, I think, uh, you know, you have to have people around you. Right. That none will, of them did. will pull you back and say, hey, mm-hmm. man, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I've never made, made that level of success. But I would imagine if I had made that level of success and I started to, to you know, fly too high like Icarus, I'm sure one of y'all would have said, hey, man, you know, uh, what you doing? Well, remember, I was at your shows. I would have got right up in that ass. That's why I was there. <laughs> I'm like, if this fool going to blow up, I can't have him mess this up for the family. His bullshit, you know, he talking about he's up in Chow, you know, pup, pup. Nah, nah, we ain't doing that joking here tonight, goddamn. We going to keep this money in the family. That's why I was there. And my little beat up cutlass, eight cylinders, spending all that gas money to go see you. That's with me. We ain't gonna mess this up, but if you don't have nobody, and it's sad, they got the wrong people around them. And when I look at some of the pictures, I don't know where Mark finds this stuff that he sends out when we're little kids. We have the four of us <laughs> have always been there. So if nobody else can tell us, it's gonna be one of the four. It's like, look, I know you, you, you that guy, but. You fucking up, man. You know you gotta get yeah. this shit together, man. Yeah. Right? And he—they don't have that, man. They really don't. That's what's so sad with them, man. Well, he, like I said, I mean, it's it, you know, I, I think people. Listen, I guess we leave all Pete guilty alone. Of it. Leave Pete alone. No, we guilty. We all guilty of of you know we build these people up, you know, to break them down. You know, uh, pride goeth before the fall, and I think this is where he's at now. He's at pride. He's there. He's there. And, and the fall is coming, and and I, there's no there's no joy in that because I do like I said I mean I think he could be an a hole, but I, the man is 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 highly as a highly talented musician. He's a, he's a great song creator, and it, it's unfortunate that uh, you know crazy life dealt him these cards. It's unfortunate that he's crazy. Yes, it's unfortunate well, that his mom died. Dealt him these cards. He, I don't think you had one without that. He he couldn't be sane and be. The right. musical yeah, person. Right. So, he, so he, yeah. this is you had to you you, you, you either take all or nothing. You, you either get the great music and you get the the uh, the insanity on the back half, or you never hear from it ever. Well, that's a good point. I mean, because if you look at like the like the, these iconic artists in all cases, I mean, Prince, you know, was dealing with uh uh you know from, from years of wearing uh the pumps, the high heel shoes, and jumping off hey, the speakers. Watch your mouth. No, it's true. That's what happened. You know, jumping on speakers and, and yeah. damaging the hip and, you know, for the painkillers, painkillers. And before you knew it, he was hooked on the oxy. And that's what that's what, you know, got him in trouble. I mean, he had that near overdose uh, death on that on flight. The and flight, then, right. uh, yeah, and then a, look, a week or so later, he's gone. And you have Michael Jackson, who's God knows what he was doing in Neverland. Uh, you know, we with, know what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, with like having there a certain thing <laughs> with the kids, and then you know, he, 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 he a certain viewpoint of these kids. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's not proven. I don't like that. I don't like that. He's still a king of pop. <laughs> he enjoyed a certain low angle view of these kids. <laughs> And he's taking, you know, he's taking, you know, he wasn't taking no, no, what do you take, a melatonin, Mark? He wasn't taking melatonin. No, he was taking, taking propofol. Pro- pro- 
propofol. Yeah, like you know, like like clinical. Yeah, you know, it's, narcotics it's, to go to sleep. So. Yeah, it's, it's big time night night. I mean, my melatonin <laughs> takes a little time for me, me to kind of wear that propofol. It's like it's a light, it's a light switch. I mean, yeah, you hit your veins and you're gone. They tell you to count to ten. You never get. You don't even get the four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get past nine. You get past yeah. nine. Say a ten. Oh, man, I'm out. So, I mean, can we can we say something on the show, man? Okay. You know, you know, Mike, Mike. I think Mike Jackson need to be off limit. You know, I mean, Mike did a lot of good for the uh, music people. I like know? his music, but he was. You know, not I think right. we, we, you know, I mean, if there's anybody we can give a pass to, I, I think no, it might need I to can't be. give a we pass. Can't give a pass on, to Mike. I, can't, I can't give a pass on his um, social or predatory behavior. No way. But his music is. I mean. I, I love his music. His musically, I like R. Kelly's music, but let's yeah. let's just call it what it is. R. Kelly was raping women, and okay. Mike is alleged yeah. to be a ra- have raped boy, and that's what I want alleged because Mike ain't never get no criminal case with this alley with these he, allegations. He, 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 paid, he settled. Here's the thing, though, Derek. Well, we, we don't know we, what he settled for. You know, when somebody says a, a or something. Go ahead. <laughs> when, when somebody says alleged. And then the next statement after that is raped boys. There's really not a whole lot of conversation that you can have beyond that. Oh, man. I just don't know. You know, I'm just saying Mike because he never went to trial. He was never. No, he went to trial. He, trial. he just paid, he settled out of court. And went, and had, uh, what, was he uh, convicted? Did he do jail time? NBA, like right? Bill Cosby and them. Barry Bonds never failed a drug test. But come on, yes. man. We, we know. Great, great analogy. And and, and, he st- and that ball still went seventy two times over the goddamn outfield outside field. So yeah, you know, yeah, now he's at the head of Steroids, head of steroids or not, field. the ball still went over the field. Okay, I'm just so saying, can we give Mike a pass? No, and obviously, not on want not on the not on the social aspect of it. No, all right. Musically, Sorry, Mike, I tried. Brilliant. Yeah, well, I, 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 the defender of everybody, DP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like you know, when you talk about rock and roll, none of these guys are alone. I mean, you know, there's a great the Elvis. Have y'all seen the Elvis movie on? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, but then you realize, wait a second, that girl Priscilla was how old? She was fourteen years old. Fourteen, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, what's the guy married his cousin Jerry Lee? Jerry Lee Lewis, thirteen years old. Chuck um, Berry got in trouble with another girl, yeah. Sweet Little Sixteen. Are you serious, dog? Is that the name of the title? Is that the title of the song? That's Sweet Little Sixteen. My boy Rick James, who I like, she was only seventeen. You know he was lying. Yeah, that lawyer was like, you know, he had a different lyric. Listen, we can't go with fourteen. You got to pick a different number. Oh, 17 so, sounds good. 17, 17 sounds good. Because that made it seem like he like he he refrained, but like, come on, there was no way in the world that girl would set me. Come on, this is Rick James. So <laughs> I'm the most stupendous blackest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lawyer's lyric. We, we are not. Yeah. Right. We are not well, going with that lyric. So Sorry, that's, that's my that's my point. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, they're not alone, and and I'm yeah. not and I'm not justifying, and I'm just saying that this is this this is a reality. And I think in 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 Kanye's case, he will just be another dude that that that. Yeah. Came so, so to come. Basically, we're not boy, boycotting nobody's music because I'm not. Every, no. Everybody's into it. So, no, R. Kelly, whoa, you can whoa, listen whoa, to whoa, whoa, whoa. Kanye. So we still, I can still listen to Yay. You could always listen to. I've always because if, if we strip the if you strip the music and the movies and the and the literature, we would have nothing to listen to or watch. So oh, okay. I've always been able to strip the the artist renderings, whether it's yeah, a painting or a movie or whatever, okay. Okay. from okay. there. Craziness, and I think those usually come in concert. I mean, you usually have 
they create this great art because they probably are usually a little bit off. I mean, you, I, I've been pretty sure they I'm are, good. but I would think a lot of these super geniuses probably, I don't think we have one that's like super, super genius and has great music and that we truly know is just also a wholesome, good person. I mean, I'm pretty sure gotcha. there's a lot of, you know, trade-offs. Hey, Dirk, I'm fine. look at David Ruffin. You know, a lot of stuff David did. Oh, he still is to the temptations, yeah. right? Oh, this stuff is well, great. Like, <laughs> but, 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 you know, this it's a little different. You know, Michael with the accusation, and I was a little leery with the music, but now I can still listen to the beats, man. Yo, Mike, hey, I take that back, man. If he has to be on that list, damn it, he's on the list. I can still listen to the music. I'm good, man. <laughs> oh, listen, but you're going to listen to them lyrics a little bit different, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty young well, thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, Mark, what are you doing to me today? You're me, man. All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll skip over that one when it come on, then, man. You know, but I tell you we this can, though, you know, ride the boogie. Come on, man. Yeah. Keep it in the closet. I mean, come yeah. on, Michael has some stuff uh, that was like what? Smooth criminal. Smooth right. criminal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. I got no comment now. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I, it's, y'all, y'all gave me the thumbs up, so like y'all, I'm still listening I, to the catalog. I, I always have because, like, so otherwise, I listen to nothing. I watch nothing. I read right. nothing. Okay. That's it. Okay. Thank you. Well, hey. uh, speaking of crazy. Um, oh, Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh, goddamn! Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Herschel. You know, CTE is is bad, and I don't know if he has CTE. I just, maybe he was always this stupid, um, and nobody really bothered to talk to him, and we just kind of gave him a pass because he had that slow Georgia no. talk. Um, but now that you're listening to him talk out loud, now that you're listening to what he's saying about whatever he's saying. Uh, <laughs> he ain't saying nothing. <laughs> this, man, this man is special. And you know what oh really gets God. me though? Is who is he rapping to that's listening to him going, yeah, I'm going to let you hit it. I mean, I, you know, uh, there's a lot of people out there that that that, that dig celebrities, but damn, uh, you know, two abortions, multiple abortions he's paid for and claim he didn't pay for, the claim said, never happened. Nah, nah, nah. The woman said, nah, nah, nah. I have that baby by that fool. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. What's, what's so, we're laughing at it. It would be funny if it, if we knew they just kind of like, it's kind of going to end it. Who's in a landslide? Yeah. No, but that's, no matter what tight. he says, the lunatic fringe of his party is going with him. He, I mean, he could actually... I think the most famous, or not famous, the most true statement that these lunatic uh, politicians have said is what Trump said when he was running for the president the first time. He said, I could shoot this person on, I think, on Broadway or the Mill Street Fifth Avenue, Fifth Avenue. and not get convicted. And on a lunatic fringe, he's 100% correct. No matter what happens with some of these lunatic candidates, no matter what they say or what they've been accused or what they've been proven to have done, it doesn't matter. And that's the part that disturbs me. Not the fact that they're crazy or that they're fringy is that you can't convince the people who are going to vote for them that hey listen that statement is wrong or that person is not the right whatever that's the part that's driving you you're literally like banging yourself you're banging your head against the wall and you're like I'm not getting anywhere here no matter what I say I can't convince you otherwise politics is not really Okay, Derek, sorry. Yeah I was listening to his son um, the Christian I guess that's the conservative and I didn't know he was also involved with uh, domestic violence, man. And he was saying that 
they had to move five times in yeah, six yeah. months because he was threatening to kill uh, the family and the kids. Yep. And then this is something that he has done throughout his, I think he's got like four baby mamas throughout those relationships. And as Mark is saying, people are still down there because it's a Republican seat with the Senate. They are still on board with this guy and they're willing to overlook all that he has done and say, this is our guy. And then when he opens his mouth, you know, he ain't your guy, but you're still (laughs) on board. That's how crazy I, and Mark, you say it the best. And I, I, um, Republicans go along. What is it you say? Republicans go along. And Democrats. Republicans, go- fall, Republicans fall in line. Right. Democrats fall in love. There you go. And that's this is clear. If you if, if ever a statement is clear, because I was listening to his debate, and I know Ant wants to talk about the badge part. And when he throws out the the police badge, and y'all got to realize he ain't no police. I'm like, <laughs> no, this Negro did not do it. Do it. And he pulled it out on him. I'm like. Yeah, that elevator ain't going to the top. And no. he did it without a smile or a spurt. Where like, y'all know I'm the police. Like, no, you're not. But he <laughs> believed that he is. And he wanted people to believe. It's crazy, but he's got a chance to win. That's the scariest statement yes. ever made. That's the scariest yes. statement ever made. I mean, when yeah. when Trump was running against Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that there was something in the air and that, wow, this is going to be close. It's going to be way closer than it should have been. Uh, right. But you still kind of felt like she might pull it off, right? It, it was going to be close, yeah, but she was going to pull it off. And then I remember when the returns came in, everybody's mouth was like, holy smokes. Yeah. This is what I'm afraid of in about three weeks in Georgia where, you know, uh, young people stay home. And and black people are disaffected with with whatever, you know, and they stay home and white women go, you know what? I don't care if I have my my uh, reproductive rights the hell with it. Let let Herschel get in there and just, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back and, you know, stick with the tribe. That's what's scary. I mean, when you watch the two of them talk and you have this guy, Raphael Warnock, who, who's Morehouse grad, he's articulate, mm-hmm. he's considered, he's thought about things, he's a man of God, he's a reverend, but he's like, you know, he's not fire and brimstone. He's saying, listen, you know, I mean, God works in a lot of different ways, and I'm just here to, to be used by him as he sees fit, that that deal. And then you watch Herschel Walker <laughs> do the, the fucking coolie high routine where he pulls out the fake badge in front of everybody and wasn't that he just pulled it out like the late the moderator was saying we told you about this damn prop <laughs> didn't we tell you about this prop didn't we ask you not to pull this prop out of here on the TV oh god he said well I need to show people no put put that damn thing away we told you 13 times to put it away <laughs> politics, that's their guy yeah. yeah politics is not what politics used to be because it shows you that anybody can run for anything in this country. And if they have a following, or as as we were talking about the Republicans, everybody get in line, we're going to support him no matter what he has done, what he might do later on, this is our guy. Where before, politics wasn't like that. It was straight politician people that ran and somewhat kept this country in line. Right now, this shit is just out of control. That's a lot of little different. You got the... Uh... Uh, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania have uh, right. something, uh, I forgot her name, Lake in Arizona. 
Yeah, uh, Gary um, Lake in Arizona. Yeah. Um, also, you, have, you obviously have DeSantis in Florida. I mean, it is a lot of hell. You got Zeldin up in in New York. Up in New York There's State. A lot of extreme people that you, we never thought. The days of you know of moderation and and compromise. So listen, okay, I, I'll give it on this because I want to give that. That is over. It's just Free. either you know it's a zero sum game. Yeah, That's what it is. Yeah, hate it or love it. There's no middle ground. It's like yeah. You don't tell you, eh, it's not that bad. Okay, fine. I didn't get everything I wanted, but I can live with that. I, that's fair. The, the, the idea of being, well, okay, that's fair. I mean, maybe I want a little bit more of this, but okay, fine. See so your point. There's not that anymore. They, they, they just don't. And that's well, just comp- Compromise crazy. used to mean that I got something I want, you got something you want, and we both got something we didn't want. Yeah. But crazy. that's what, you know, we that's, that's, that's the best deal we could make. You have a situation now where a candidate who threatened to blow his wife's brains out, mm-hmm. that's not a disqualification. No. Think about what I just said. A candidate who threatened to blow his wife's brains out on more than one occasion, that's not a disqualifying thing. Think of, like, Al Franken resigned from the U.S. Senate. He's a comedian for doing a joke that people thought went too far. <laughs> Andrew uh. Cuomo resigned the governorship of New York State because there were people who said they felt uncomfortable with the way he put his arms around my waist. Herschel Walker threatened to blow his girl's brains out, was beating her ass, paying for Mm -hmm. abortions on multiple occasions, even though he's a staunch anti-abortionist, meaning he will make sure that you don't have that same right. Mm Mm-hmm. But he had. Well, he did it. But he had. Well, well, we keep saying he's not that bright. Maybe he doesn't know what uh, abortion means. Maybe he just, you know, maybe he's just that, 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 maybe he thinks it means the opposite. Maybe he thinks that if you can afford to pay for it, that it's okay. Maybe, because clearly he's not bright. I mean, and I said, the problem is we don't know if he was always dense. Like, you know, because I don't remember, I don't remember Herschel when the, wait, he came out 82 ish, 83 ish. I don't remember, like, like his, I don't remember him talking or, or being a bunch of, uh, you know, spot. So maybe he's always just dense and we didn't know it. Or maybe this is a function of, you remember, he was a football player. He did MMA. He was uh, running this bobsled. So he's been putting a lot of trauma on that body in a, in a you know, a menial brain. So maybe it's just a function of what he is. So that's oh. the guy that Georgia wants to make decisions about whether or not they mm-hmm. get health care, whether or not the military is all right, yeah. whether or not Social Security is intact, whether or not Medicare is still intact. That's your guy. No, Georgia, no. I hope you all are listening. Y'all got a problem. I, like 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 what Whoopi said in what was that movie, Ghost? We oh, got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we got a problem, girl. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. I don't. I, you know, listen. If you have not registered to vote, get your ass. As soon as you hear this, you hear Tuesday morning. You make sure by Tuesday afternoon you registered to vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, this God. is crazy. This is just nuts. I, I, I can't even put words on it, man. I mean, you know, uh, ugh, God. You know, you go from that football player. Somebody with no goddamn sense. And then I watched uh, 60 Minutes. Keep uh, tone, uh, uh, gave us a heads up about 60 oh, yeah. Minutes uh, yesterday when uh, uh, Deion Sanders, prime time, oh, uh, Neon prime, Deion. Coach Prime. Coach, coach, coach prime. prime. Now he's bro. Coach Prime. That's his new nickname. Coach Prime was uh, talking about Jackson State. And it's funny because this is this is why I tell people to listen to the podcast. We, we, we were shouting him out a week ago, two weeks ago, saying the same exact things that he said himself on the show. 
Um, you have Herschel Walker, who is the lowest of the low in terms of, of human beings. And I know we celebrated him as an athlete because we were like, wow, look at this guy and the great trade, eight players for Herschel Walker that, that led to the three Cowboys Super Bowls. Yeah. Oh, wow. Herschel Walker's in the bobsled team. Oh, wow. Herschel Walker's MMA. We kind of, you know, got, got caught up in the legendary foolishness. He won a, a national title with Georgia. But prime time, Deion Sanders, what he's doing at Jackson State for them boys, I watched that interview and I said to myself, if I, you know, I do have a son who, who played football. He, he wasn't going to be playing at Jackson State, but if he could have played at Jackson State, he would. I would have, I would have said, you know what, I'm not crazy about the game, about about you risking your body and your head for this. But if you want to play, you play for that guy. That's the guy you want to play for. What y'all yes. think? I oh, thought it was an incredible piece. Um, I follow him um, all the time. Um, he's got his own theme music, uh, <laughs> which is just crazy. But what he does is he's giving these these African-American, these young men, because he's got you know white guys on the team too, he's giving them an opportunity where he's putting them in a place to be successful. He's bringing uh, prestige to the – they said he wasn't swag. Oh, he's swag. And uh, that's why the, um, Eddie Robinson uh, Jr. had to apologize. <laughs> yeah, we saw that last week. We right. we, uh, let me go back. I'm sorry, folks. I apologize. A week – about two weeks ago um, – Alabama State invited uh, Jackson uh, State U for the homecoming. Bad decision. So Coach Prime and his boys beat him. It was a little ruckus after the game between Eddie Robinson and Eddie Robinson shouted out, "We he ain't going to never be swat. Um, that night, uh, Supervision sent a text because I sent out a, a clip saying that Eddie Robinson apologized. And Supervision said, Swack is not going to let Eddie Robinson mess up this money. And that's and then you fast forward to 60 minutes where the guy, the commissioner of the Swack comes on and he says, I've been around stars, but this here is a superstar. So they know what prime time means for the Swack. Sorry, Eddie Robinson. Need to get over that. I hope you did. What he has done where now they're on TV. Um, he showed how he reached out to Walmart and everybody can't reach out to Walmart to get a new field built over there. But because he's prime, he can do that. All his guys, when they go on away games, they have to wear like the Jackson State and the Blazers are really, really nice. They got these real nice Blazers. They did over the locker room. They, you know, but it's because of him. And the one fear that we had, he was honest with us last night, and we talked about this either last week or two weeks ago, is that we didn't want him to leave so soon. But he did say, if offers come in, I'll be a fool not to listen and to entertain him. He says, but one thing he did bring up, but I got to make sure that my assistant coaches are taken care of. So that was the part that I love. I'm like, beautiful. And then, of course, he... You know, I love this part. You know, he had because of the water in Mississippi and he brought attention to it, how on one side of the town, the water is okay, but on their side of the town, it isn't. And he showed himself taking a bath in a swimming pool. Now, we know a superstar, a superstar coach prime didn't have to go to the pool, but he wanted to show folks this is what's going on in what we call the poorest state in the United States of America, and he wanted to show it, and he's bringing a spotlight to it. I got nothing but props for him. 
like uh, Anthony, if I had a son and they play in football and Coach Prime is there, that's where we going. That's where yeah. we going. Yes, yes. Uh, what I liked, you made a statement. He had a, a player um, that was a walk-on. <laughs> and, and the kid wasn't working hard. And he told him, you're going to be a walk-off if you don't get it together. <laughs> you know, and it just showed the, the magnetism of this guy. I'm willing to help you, but you got to also help yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was putting out there. He had, um, there's a recruit they were trying to get him in uh, Alabama. Uh, Alabama got him, but it showed they were neck and neck yeah. for this young man. Mm-hmm. So it's just showing you the power that can be, because we talked about if these kids start coming to these schools, mm-hmm. other kids will follow. Sure. And that's what's happening. You know, they seen what's going down there in Jackson. They're like, yo, I want to be a part of this. This is something I want to be a part of. You know, and even if he stays or go, he has started something for the black schools that they can yeah. grow on. Because they wasn't on TV. They were not making no money. They're making money now. They're on TV. And it's the only thing you can do is go up and grow and become bigger than what it is. So if these kids start going to these schools, or oh, it will grow eventually, and they will get the things as I think me and Dar was talking like the top five schools because we see what LSU got and Woo, Alabama nice. and all that yeah, stuff. Nice. You know, now you start bringing these to these black schools, and they start having the same thing. Kids will go. Mm-hmm. Well, think about this. I mean, think about all of the the former. NFL players who might want to coach mm-hmm. and can't get coaching jobs mm-hmm. or can't get, you know, can only say, yeah, we'll let you coach the special teams. We'll let you, uh, you know, we'll let you do, we'll let you be a consultant. Won't really give them like primetime jobs. Think about uh, you guys are Steeler fans. Mean Joe Green was an assistant forever. Never got asked to be a head coach. That's true. How How is that possible? Well, that's, I'm uh, okay. I mean, I know how it's possible. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm saying, but just because you're a coach doesn't mean that not everybody's elevated to being. I mean, maybe he's like just great at his. He was a defensive line coach, I think he was. Right. So not everybody can you know can take that big seat. I mean, like it's not everybody is 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 head coach material. Like Tomlin clearly was, but like um, what's up? Uh, a prime example is uh, actually we've seen it now. Uh, uh, McDaniel, the, the coach of the Raiders, McDaniel. Um, right. used to be a used to be great offensive coordinator. So far, not a good head coach. Hasn't been. He wasn't great at Denver. That's where he got fired eventually. He doesn't. All the Belichick's assistant coaches are great. Now that's probably a tribute uh, tribute to him. But they're great coordinators, but haven't been great coaches. The only one who's been a really good coach so far has been Vrabel. Uh, Vrabel. I'm saying his name. Mike Vrabel. Right. Yeah, Vrabel. Most of those, some of those guys just can't do it. Like not everybody's designed to be. Head coach material. You see it in basketball too. Like, uh, I mean, the Popovich coaching tree is pretty good. But like, I was hoping when 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 uh, Brett Brown got the coaching job at Sixers, I was like, oh, this is good. But he didn't he didn't develop like you would hope. So sometimes it's just a function that some guys who are great coordinators aren't great, can't be a head coach, or even more so. And this is an oddity for Prime. Usually, the great player is a horrible coach because right. they they can't like they, you can't really. It's hard to relate to like, why can't you do that? Because I'm not you, Prime. I can't run a four nothing <laughs> and, and close it out. I'm not you, Magic. I can't just see over everybody. I got to peek. You know, it's hard to do that. That's why, I mean, Larry Bird wasn't a great coach. He had a great assistant, but he wasn't a great coach. I mean, as far as actually X's and O's, that was, that was uh, right. uh, Car- Carlisle oh, doing all that stuff. You know, yeah. some, most of these great players are really great coaches. 
I can't think of a great player who's been a great coach in any sport, quite frankly. Next, you, know, you know what Dion said, Mark, that was very interesting? If you don't have the love for the game, like these, a lot of these players play now, they're just playing for the money, but they don't have the love. And you are you are a player such as Dion, and they're not giving 100%. they just going through the motion. Yeah. That would that would definitely mess you up because you're going to like, you're going to be fucking kidding me, man. What are you that's doing out there? That's what he said. You couldn't coach the NFL because he said he would be, he said well, by halftime, he would come out with, with half, <laughs> half the team. And he said he would be, he'd be arrested because he'd end up jumping on somebody, you know, for, for not doing their job. I mean, you know, I think I'm glad you mentioned athletes and 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 levels of athletes and and I think in they they in the in the uh, piece, you know, uh, they did describe Dion as a superstar. In my life, two of the greatest athletes I ever saw were Dion Sanders and 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 Bo Jackson. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Bo Jackson. I mean, you know, the, the, up until he got hurt, Bo was about to be the next thing. No, he was freakish. He was just a freakish <laughs> athlete. Like, um, the Bo Nose commercials, remember those? You know, yeah, I mean, could, but he really could. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't no, he just was... he wasn't a guy that was just kind of like, you know, he didn't he didn't Tim Tebow where I can make the triple A or the double A team, but I can't get the triple A. Bo Jackson could have conceivably beast. been a Hall of Fame baseball player and a Hall of Fame football player, which is something nobody's ever heard of. Deion Sanders wasn't just some sort of freak flash. He was was he a Hall of Fame baseball player? Probably not, but he certainly was major league material. He was center fielder for the Yankees and the Braves. At the time, those teams were in World Series and winning World Series. Yeah, he was, was solid. ridiculous. I mean, right. it's just his ability to like, get on a how plane and fly to play a foot play a, uh, in a World Series game and then go and play in a football, a National League football game, NFL yeah. football game. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Right. Those so, guys are special. That's that's a special level of of athlete and talent, and for him to be able to to translate that or find a way and find it in himself to to and because uh, like you, Derek, I do follow. I follow him on social media. I follow yeah. you know, I, I, I'm on on Instagram, and I like like all the clips. Yeah. Um. And I and I, I'm gonna push back a little bit, Mark. I'm, I, I I use Mean Joe Green. Yes. Everybody can't just like I said. Everybody shouldn't be on social media. Everybody shouldn't be a head coach. But I'm saying it, but Prime has opened the door for perhaps some ex NFLer who wants to coach and can't get a look. Yeah, yeah, he and, does. And, and there will be guys who, like, I know Eddie George is coaching at HBCU. There will yeah, be yeah. guys who yeah. want to do this job. And if Prime is able to direct that money and and have people come down, and I, he was really smart yesterday on, on, on 60 Minutes. He was saying, you know, maybe some billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Might, might say to themselves, you know what? I'd like to see what Prime, you know, like like the like the trading places movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the, the Dukes bought <laughs> a dollar to see if you could just take some guy and you know give him the same yeah. advantages and and see how if he could run the company. Well, maybe there's some billionaire that might say to themselves, you know, if I could get Prime the same kind of facilities, the same mm-hmm. kind of uh, um, equipment, the same kind of everything else. Could he compete with the with the big with fives. the big five? Yeah, I think right. I think that would happen. Like you said, perfectly. It'll happen, or sh- probably will happen more in college. But a guy like Prime couldn't do it in the pros because, no. like he said, prime example. Yesterday, I mean, Keith and I, Steeler fans, we watched Chase Claypool, who has this ridiculous talent. He showed out yesterday. So if you're Dion, you would go, "Why aren't you doing that every single night? Why are you right. parsing your your 
your effort. Like the thing we, we love about Giannis is that he never takes a playoff. He plays hard every single night. The thing that drives you crazy about like a Ben Simmons is he's kind of wishy-washy. Or like a, a better a better comp, I guess, for that was like a Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman should have been phenomenal. He should have been a ridiculously transcendent player. And he just played whoopsie damn do. He just played whenever he kind of wanted to. When he wanted to. And it drove you crazy. You go, listen, you have you have talent that they're talking about that they rave about now back in the what he was 80s, early yeah. 90s. Mm-hmm. Six eleven guard. I mean, guard uh, forward who could stretch the floor, mm-hmm. could post. He could pass. He could do all this, Rebound. but play mm-hmm. kind of when he wanted to. And if you're a, a, a Dion, would it would drive him crazy to coach coach a pros when you watch like yesterday, Claypool. We saw this. Okay, fine. You know you could do this. And then come this week, he may just be like, eh, I'm gonna kind of mail it. And that when you're great, it's hard to watch people who have great talent not do it. They're, that's why they they'll. They'll love a guy who who busts his ass. But listen, he's giving you everything you got. You're giving me some of what you got, and great players can't understand it. It drives them up a wall. Mm-hmm. No, there's a, there's a great documentary on on uh, about the uh, Redeem team. I don't know if you guys saw it on. Uh, I gotta watch that. On, don't tell me that. I gotta watch that on Netflix. And 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 uh, you know they were they were okay. They were they were still not not truly together and then somewhere along the line this is Kobe after Shaq was kind of you know after they had their falling out and Kobe was kind of you know in that 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 non grata persona non grata state of his career where people were like oh Kobe's selfish he's this he's that and then uh they they recruited him to be on the redeem team and he was you know I mean we've seen the videos about you know uh, all the guys talk about you know this guy the, the, the mentality, the mama yeah. mentality of Kobe, um, you know, which is the same kind of, 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 in a different way. Jordan is driven the same way. You know, Jordan would find artificial means to just motivate himself through the roof and, 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 and destroy you. Take your yeah, soul. And Kobe, was, Kobe was the same way. He just, he just, just wanted to let you know that there was no way you were going to beat him right. um, on the floor. And, and so there is that, that, that killer mentality in certain athletes. I think uh, Derek was talking about it last week where you know, Prime was saying that he likes to, you know, he would he would run into the end zone backwards just so he could see the face <laughs> of somebody he destroyed. And you quit. You know, yeah. And, yeah, quit. And, and the idea, what the, the, my favorite line of the whole interview was, you know, you know, you shook. You know, you came in here. You shook the hand of winners. We winners. <laughs> he said. He said we don't even wear cologne. We smell like we win. He said, "Don't it smell good? We smell like what? what? <laughs> that was deep, man. That was deep. I was like, wow. Yeah, he's and he believes it. And, yes. and the kid and the kids buy into it, man. So like I said, that's I mean, you know, right I do believe. Uh, you know, wrapping this segment up, I do believe that if he stays for three, four years. They're gonna be a beast. They're yeah. gonna be a beast because, be like I said, he they just missed out on the, on the number one recruit. Mm-hmm. Just missed out, and and I think uh, uh, Dirk mentioned. Uh, I think he mentioned the, the 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 locker room at LSU. You see the locker room at LSU, and then you look at at the at the facilities at, at Jackson State. I'm sorry if you recruit and you come to Jackson State. Yeah, okay, the girls are cute, and you know, and, and the environment is welcoming and embracing you. But then you take the 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 ride, you know, to Alabama, 
Mm-hmm. Or you take the ride to LSU and you Oregon. go and see those facilities. Oh, Oregon, Nike money, all ridiculous. that Nike money and 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 all these NFT. Uh, you know what? The, what I think was with the uh, the NFTs now. This uh, NIL, NIL, Yeah, it is. You get you see all that money coming coming your way and mm-hmm. and they, they bring you into the stadium and it's a hundred thousand seats and they put your name and your number on the big board and and you know that's that's hard to compete with. But if yeah. Prime was close enough. With the facilities at Jackson State, and he's taking a bath in the pool, and and they just missed out. Yeah, watch it. They yeah. come. Yeah, don't give him any money. Yeah, don't give him no money because if you give him some money, it's it's, it's, it's over. over. And, I, and and I think and I do believe, like as, as, to Derek's point, you know, he was able to get Walmart and getting these different people yeah. on board, and that's because he can get on the phone. American uh, Airlines. Aflac is going to start giving him some money. He can get sure. on the phone. Well, here we go. Yeah. He got that athlete. He can get on the phone and and make a call to athlete or friend or somebody. You know, I mean, I'm surprised that that he didn't make the call to Jay Z. And before all that Kanye money's gone, uh, prime, well, you yeah. may want to make a call to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to hire some of that cash. That you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm gonna drop real quick then. <laughs> you know, you may want to, you may want to hide some of it. You know, with a college donation, even though you know, you know, he thinks white lives matter. You know, maybe he'll have a change of heart. He's bipolar, so maybe you just catch him on the right day. Depending on which Kanye you talk to, <laughs> you know. The saying is there, it's there for him, man. Uh, before we go, the Yankees have a chance to to advance to the uh, American League uh, Conference Championship. Um, what do you think? I mean, I, I they they damn near blew it. I'm going with the Bronx Bombers tonight. They're beating the Cleveland Guardians. They're going tonight. Yes. It's All our right. time. It's our time. It's our time. A couple guys got to step up. If they step up, the Yankees shouldn't lose. Yeah. Uh, Judge hasn't been himself. He's not hitting. Uh, you know, uh, the pitching has been sporadic. You know, that bullpen, they gave up. Shoot. Gave me a heartburn Saturday night because I guess couldn't understand it. <laughs> but man, man, boom, spit the dip. Cover the catch stuff up, man. They'd be all right. And get the media together. If not, me and Anthony was talking off air. Oh, boom, be looking for a new job next year. <laughs> boom, shit the bed Saturday night. That's yeah. the only way I can describe it. <laughs> yeah, That's what he Shit the bed Saturday night. I mean, because. You know, um, anytime you have your your pitchers second guessing what you you know your your move, I mean, they had a chance to go up two one and 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 kind of put the the screws to to Cleveland. Cleveland shouldn't even be competitive with this Yankees team. I'm not saying this Yankees team is the world beating team that that they kind of started the 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 early part of the year with, uh, and when they were on that road. But they certainly Cleveland is not. On the say, it's not the same caliber of team as the Yankees are. And to your point, Keith, yes, Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge, um, maybe the pressure, maybe he's mad at Derek for saying that he's not the home run king. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's salty about that. No, but, no, no, uh, no, no. Let, 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 you, you taking it out of context, all right? He's the American League home run king. We know what Barry Barnes did. Sorry, Aaron. That's it. Yeah, he, got, he took needles in his ass. That's yeah. what he did. He's the American League home run king, and, he, and he, to me, he's the home run king. But you know what's funny, guys? Dodgers are out. 
Right. Atlanta Braves are out. These are top teams. This, right. this is our year to go. This is why it's we open. Yeah, there's this. an open. That's why they can't. They yeah. can't. They can't blow no, it against not, Cleveland. No, it's the open would have been if Houston was out. We still that's got Houston. That's tough. Houston's tough. Houston's I mean, tough. yeah, that's the that's the team they can't get past. Is well, that's Houston. the thing too? Seattle should have beat Houston. I mean, Seattle. That game them one's the, a killer. Yeah, I mean uh, that that was that was horrible. Like, you know, like Denny Green said, we let them off the hook. You know, yeah. you want to crown them? Go ahead and crown them. Yeah, they, <laughs> that was they the all game. who we thought they were. You know, that's that's exactly what the, what Houston did. They, you know, they all who we thought they were. And yes, the Yankee they have the Yankees number, but maybe this year, you know, who knows? But I yeah, mean, so. again, they definitely they definitely got off the hook with Seattle. Seattle had the right combination of parts to beat them, and they and, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't do. It. Like you said, Mark, the game one. Was a killer. So we all obviously we all Yankee fans. We yeah, all want to see the Yankees win. Yeah. They got to jump out early. If they if they, if this game is within Two a run, one, yeah, it's not late. Good. That's not good. It's, it's not, not good, good because the Cleveland's bullpen is much better than Yankees. So if the Yankees can get one of those, you know, like like uh, uh, game one, but he got up kind of early. You know, three yeah. old. You, know, you have a cushion seat. Yeah, they, they got to like by inning three, they got to have like at least a three run lead, and then at that point they can kind of kind of. Uh, finesse it, but if if it's tight late, I I, I don't see it working out because their bullpen, Cleveland's bullpen, is too too good. Yeah. We need ten oh. runs, Mark. Yeah, that'd be nice. uh, yeah. I can go to bed early because it's killing my sleep pattern. I'm getting up like all oh, bloody bloodshot eyes. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta get up early, and they're killing me with these uh these tight yeah. games. Well, like I said, yo, uh, Yankee, go New York, go New York, go. Looking for the Yankees to win this tonight. Um, uh, before we go, uh, I just want to promote uh, a great podcast. It's called Blading. I'm producing it. Uh, Blading, which is a uh, Black Women Late Life Dating, uh, season two is upon us. Uh, they're going. I think the first episode will be out in about two weeks. And I want to make sure you guys uh, tune in and hear uh, Leek and Ange. Uh, I mean, when I say leaking that, uh, leaking Kells, uh, make sure you go check them out and and listen to Blading. Uh, although, Derek, they did shout us out uh, over over the first episode, and they they took exception to something we did. Oh, you you or we or me? Let's be clear. Was no, it, it was, us? It, it was us. It was we. Okay, well, say us. Say us, man. Was I, it I mean, power to the people, or was it just you and Derek? It was power to the people, but but I think we were single out. Oh, oh cool! Right. Now, so me and you can sit out, Mark. And, 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 before, I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna comment, but I just want to be clear why you're listening to them tape because you know those my, you know those my peoples. They right. did say DP, or did they say you and you're throwing DP in it? No, 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 no. They said, they said, they said, Ant, meaning me. Yeah, our producer Ant. That, yes. That's me. I, there was no other yes. producer. There was nobody else on on the line but me. <laughs> okay. And then, and then uh, they and then they said, and I was surprised at DP. Okay. Okay. Woo. Okay. It, so l- let me let, let me let, let, let give let, us a give, background before I respond. I'm, okay. I'm gonna give the background. So right. a few weeks ago, I mean, obviously a, a few months ago, right. uh, because they have they, again they were on hiatus and so they're coming back and so you know they have a lot of ground to cover for this past year. And they were talking about uh, the slap heard around the world where Will Smith got up and slapped uh, Chris Rock on the stage. And we all kind of suggested that uh, Chris Rock could not come back to his, our, our beloved hometown of Brooklyn. He could not come back to Brooklyn because, uh, you know, you can't be slapped on national TV like that and just, you know, not do nothing. 
So, uh, and we were clowning it and, you know, and, and her take was, uh, uh, this is specific, not Kel's, but, but Leek's take was that, you know, uh, he was in an awkward position because again, you know, what do you do? What is the proper response in that situation? He wasn't sure what was happening and what do you do? And, um, it was just an awkward time. And so I think she was, she was, um, I think she was kind of supporting Chris Rock's choice mm-hmm. and taking exception to our our recommendation for Chris Rock. Thank you, our, because we want to make sure we're a group. It's a group. <laughs> okay, I don't want to be singled out. Well, I will say this, and um, you know, I, I I love and support my folks over at Blayton. Um, last week, like Chris Rock, another man had his hands to the side why another man was approaching him. And as that man took up more space, like Chris Rock, he kept his hands to his side and he got a two-piece, bow, (laughs) Jordan Poole right in the face. Now, if Chris Rock, when Will was coming in on his space and closing it, would have got into the defensive stand, maybe Draymond Green would have thought twice about clocking Jordan Poole. (laughs) But because Draymond saw that Will was able to go up there and bitch slap somebody, he's like, well, freak it. It's open season. I'm going to walk up on the youngin' and I'm going to give him a two-piece. Two-piece, you know, Glad Jordan um, Poole got that 140 mil, that new four-year contract extension. I guess that hit was worth it. And I guess Chris Rock will be cashing in on his. So to my folks at Blayton, I'm sorry that you guys took exception. But I gave you a nice example of what happens when you don't put your hands up and you do allow somebody to come into your space. There was no other way. There was another way that Chris could handle it. I understand it being uncomfortable. But he didn't create the uncomfortable situation. He just would have been responding to getting, I think, uh, supervision. They say, "Would put you out there, bitch slap in front of the <laughs> world, uh, you know, all around the world, and everybody's still talking about the bitch slap months later." And if he would have defended himself, then we still wouldn't be having this conversation. And Jordan Poole would have got his 140 mil without getting a black eye. So I'll leave it at that. So I will stand by my decision to clown Chris only because he's a Brooklyn cat and he knows you can't let nobody crowd you. You got to get him away because hands go up real quickly and slaps and punches happen in the blink of an eye. Thank you. All right. No, that's fair. I mean, uh, you know, I, I concur. I, I certainly understand um, from an entertainer standpoint, from, 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 you know, being on a stage somewhere and somebody comes up on you and you're not sure what's happening, but yes, you do have to be, anticipatory i mean it's not the first yeah i mean i mean you know you don't know what's going on maybe he should have just grabbed his hand and gave him the big quick bro hug and Mm -hmm. say yo i don't know what you planning on doing (laughs) but we ain't gonna have it up here you mad about the (laughs) joke you mad about the joke you can whisper that and then nobody would have heard but the two of you um and then if he you know he 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 bucked up then you know you do what you gotta do you're sitting on you rolling on the ground wrestling fighting it out and then you know security comes and grabs y'all and it's over um, you know, you know I, I, like as you said, it's the slap heard around the world. We're still talking about it, and yeah. and uh, um, look, I, I, I'm, I'm we're being facetious. I don't know what the proper response was. He was trying to maintain his professionalism. Uh, certainly, Will Smith, um, 
was on some different shit. I mean, first of all, and I said this uh, to them after the podcast, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, turns, and returns to his seat, and is yelling from his seat, keep my wife's name out your mouth, as opposed to, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. I lost it. I had a mental breakdown and walking his ass you know, off the stage left, the stage right, and out the side door back into the limos to go home somewhere. No, that cat went right and sat back down like he was right. Like he was mm-hmm. okay with it. Mm-hmm. At which point, if he's turning to walk back to his seat, you got to go, oh, hell no. Nah, nah. Put nah. it back or something, man. <laughs> if you remember last week, we put it out and all four of us agreed. Which is worse, a slap or a punch? And we all said a slap. If he would have punched them, all right, man. Okay, I get it. But a slap, that's like that. That He's treating you like a woman, man. I got a problem with that, man. Well, I just can't I can't get past it. I'm sorry, uh, Leak and Kells, man. Yeah, he, he had to get down and start scrapping because of the slap, man. Yeah. In the words of Charlie Murphy, somebody got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Somebody got to go. Ooh, like you yeah. said, you know, back in the day, you know, somebody would come with a glove and slap yeah. you in the face and challenge you to a duel. <laughs> Yes, somebody got to go. So, and yo, listen. before we, and I know you want to wrap this up, but we got to give you your shout out, man. We can't let this go, player. Yesterday, oh. Supervision had a really, really big birthday. And uh, I know he's tired from all the last night activity. Uh, it was his birthday. <laughs> but we want to make sure that on behalf of the crew, we're going to do it in one, two, three. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Supervision, man. <laughs> many more, baby, many more. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, fellas. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm officially AARP right now. I'm good. So, uh, yeah, That's rocking right, it, rocking it out. Uh, not dead yet, but uh, I can see it from here. Uh, <laughs> you know, so listen, folks. If you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do. Anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere you're listening, including where you're listening right now, you can find us. So subscribe to Power to the People so you don't miss these episodes, and make sure that you subscribe to Blading again. Black women, late life dating. B L A T. I-N-G, Blading, with uh, Leak and Kells. Make sure you check it out. It's an amazing show. I'm not saying it because I'm a producer. I'm just saying it's a really good show. It's a, it's a good show about women of a certain vintage who are talking about what it's like to to be out there in the dating world. And and uh, this year's show, they're, they're, they're kind of changing the format and elevating it and bringing in a whole lot of elements that uh, I think black women of a certain vintage or even younger should certainly appreciate. So make sure you check that out. Uh, if you're not sure where to find power to the people, ask Alexa to play power to the people. Or if you're in your car, ask Pandora to play power to the people. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can also find us on social media, power to the people on Facebook and power to the peeps on Twitter, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Pilots of the Peeps on Twitter. And you can find us all on Instagram. We will see you all back here at the same time, same place next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.